0: You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on
1: Global News Radio.
2: Alex Pearson here. Good to have you with us. If you want to send me a note, you can. Alex at 640toronto.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Alex Pearson, AMP, AMP. Uh, time for counterpoint, and tonight we've got John Moraz, former liberal war room guy, former international journalist, and Bill Hutchison, former competitor, and now teaching the old journalism to students who might not ever find jobs.
0: They will find Sorry, jobs. Sorry, I are didn't finding say that. Jobs. In are fact, they? I just got a I <laughs> no, just got an email from me. a former student who's yeah. just gotten a job with with CTV in
2: Saskatoon. Is that nice? Uh, yeah,
0: no, they they are doing well.
2: It's a small markets that you always get the nicest, biggest stories too. Good plan. Okay, so the big story today, uh, well, (laughs) there's a few big stories today, but the big story today, and I'll get you guys to comment on this uh, in Ontario, has been that we've been reduced to a a negative uh, outlook for Ontario following the budget. They did not like that. And, um, you know, the the Premier, of course, is uh, downplaying it because she didn't want to talk about anything. So what did she talk about today? She talked about Doug Trump. Because just like Trump, it is all about him. It's not about our people. It's not about their families. It's not about Ontario's success. It is about him. That's how Trump campaigned in 2016. And that's how Ford is campaigning right now. He did a big, bad, bad man.
0: And that's, and that's how the liberals have campaigned for the last several elections. Well,
2: actually, they've they, had the working families, the unions do it for them, but now they're doing it for but, themselves. But they've this, done, you this, know
1: this is far more worrying for me as the former liberal war room director, and that's how Donald Trump became president. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah. well, there is that too, oh,
0: I mean, if you disagree with the liberals, they will bully you, they will use name-calling. You're racist, you're homophobic, you're a climate change denier. This is the way they've operated. It, my, my wife calls it FUD, if Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That's how they campaign. On fear, uncertainty, and doubt. They do. Th- they did that against Hudak. They did that against John Tory. They're doing that against Doug Ford. Doug Ford is not Donald Trump. Not if you close. don't like Doug Ford, that's fine. Don't like him, like him for being Doug Ford. But he's not Donald Trump.
1: Well, he's not nearly and the as liberals
0: rich. The liberals, for for Kathleen Wynne to to come out and or say Orange. that he's bringing ugly, vicious politics, that's what they've been practicing for years. They're the ones who last week came out with a million-dollar ad campaign against Doug Ford. And, the, and Deb Matthews stood up there, not even bothering to use actual facts. She said, Doug Ford says he's going to cut 40,000 jobs, and that's nurses and teachers and well, that's not true. That fact, that 40,000 number came from a speculative piece in McLean's magazine written by a left-wing writer. It didn't come from the conservatives. It didn't come from Doug Ford. Yeah, is, is Kathleen Wynne desperate? Probably because she's been looking at the numbers that say 80% of the population want to get rid of her.
1: Bill, yeah. it is a fact and a disappointing one Sorry, to me. That all, which is the fact? give me one.
0: In what?
1: That all three parties, perhaps less so Andrea Horvath, uh, although she might having now reemerged from the Witness Protection Program. Um, it is a fact that both the Liberals and the Conservatives and they both disappoint me when they do this. Run wedge messaging, run attack messaging. Sure they do. Make stuff up. Promise crazy but, but stuff. For, well, during hold campaigns. on a Yeah, for they Kathleen, all. They're, a,
2: so they're politicians. I'm sorry. It's not yeah. like a. It's not a partisan thing. They all do it. So I do, for I do recall, to get up I do on her high horse and John say, say Tory, just
0: worked, introducing in, ugly, vicious politics. That's nonsense. That's exactly what she's been doing.
2: Yeah, but if you do it in a really soft nice oh, voice, you can actually. Parties you can, can be very <laughs> aggressive, and
1: I don't think it helps voter turnout, and I don't think it helps people uh, take any respect or uh, in politics or take the issue seriously it is to our detriment Doug Ford and his brother are notorious for aggressive wedge attacks. I've, so I have the I've liberals, fought them the, provincial okay. the mayoralty the campaign they right, are equally guilty, guilty of, of doing of You're it.
2: fighting a different Okay, but hold on a second. She's the one that claims to be the kinder, gentler, more taking fair person taking the high road. Now she's just come out today and said, Yeah, no, that's not this election because uh I don't care what they're doing with Michelle Obama and those guys with the high and the low. We are not doing they that- go low. We go high. And they are saying it's going to be vicious. And so clearly this is. But here's the thing. They've made some real missteps. You've worked in the war rooms. They uh, they they put out, you know, mocking ads on uh, on the bus names with uh, stupid pot names. They put out a tweet saying uh, that Donald or Doug Ford was saying, you know, I likes, love yeah. blacks. They apologize. It wasn't actually Ford that said it. That's very divisive, not to mention it's it's dangerous. So this is this is the party that claims to be the kinder more fair. They are Rob not and taking the high road. Both Why do you talking about Rob? Rob and like, Doug he's Ford. He's not running in this election. Uh, okay, so Doug Ford has made comments yes
1: about his brother respecting how no one likes his brother more than the blacks it's uh, and and, and when that's i read not what that happened here. and i like the black community and the black community like me and i happen to be with a bunch of um uh uh, uh consultants who are black before i came on the show etc half of them are supporting doug half of them are supporting kathleen and so you'll be surprised as i unpack this i don't think that there's any meat on that bone i think kathleen wynn was uh wrong and foolish Stupid. To be the one coming out swinging on racial issues in a city that the U.N. declares to be. And let's face it, this was happening in Toronto because of the black debate in a city that is considered the third most multicultural city in the world, as, as documented by the U.N., but the most integrated city in the world with the least racial tension of mm-hmm. the of the big ones. We got it pretty good here. It's not that there aren't things to fix. Um there's no question in my mind that the liberal campaign are trying a variety of different tactics to see what might stick because oh, they can't run on their record,
2: but they yeah, can't run on the record. By the way, they can't buy the votes because clearly,, uh, the minimum wage didn't get their bump. and they can' the budget bomb. So look, they can't buy the vote. They can't and run surprise, on the record surprise, so this the, is all they the
0: forecast the financial forecast has been downgraded by ratings agencies, which everyone yeah. predicted who which, looked at the budget, which
2: is actually the real headline today. But, you want to say something, John? Because you look like you're going to say something.
1: Well, I remember. I remember the. Uh, Don't our, go twenty our, years I ago remember to our another governing under Stephen Harper, taking a beating once in a while as well. There, there was
2: a little 2008 financial world crisis. Let's just point that out. Okay. Well
1: having duly pointed it out, it happened three times, as I recall, and there wasn't always the 2008, but let me, let's go back to comparing Doug Ford to Donald Trump. Donald Trump, the survivor, Donald Trump, who's still the President of the United States, Donald Trump, who was underestimated, Donald Trump, who the liberal media, and let's it was the liberal media in this case, and I I don't always think it's, you know, you guys talk about a lot about liberal media, but the liberal media in America were definitely guilty of assuming that people would see Trump for who they they thought He was. He won. He won. He's the president. And I do not understand this tactic.
2: Right, I don't either. i got to be honest. I, n- I don't think they well, can carry it Canadians for Canadians are
0: not the same as Americans, and they assume the Canadians Oh, I understand don't what
1: like. they think the tactic is informed by, but, uh, uh, but I, I don't agree with it either. <laughs> can we yeah. talk
2: about what Doug Ford did announce today? Because I think strategically they were very smart by letting Lisa McLeod go out and handle this because they're going to shield Doug Ford from being involved in the attacks. But he did announce the corporate tax rate under him will uh, drop a percent from 11.5, 10.5. Andrea Horvath will, of course, increase corporate taxes because she's going to go out after the rich Um, but this is the kind of policy people i think will understand well we're here to announce
1: that there's going to be relief for companies we're going to make sure that we reduce the business tax on companies we're going to make sure we lower the hydro rates and keep them stable and we're going to cut the red tape and regulations that we've seen this government put as barriers for small medium and large companies
2: that will resonate with people that's the thing that the name-calling will irritate people, and I think that the kind of simple policy will actually resonate.
1: All right. I, I wouldn't call it policy. I would call it wouldn't promises, you, because oh. I haven't seen anything that informs how he's going to pay for anything in well, Ontario if no he does No one knows how anyone's going to
2: pay for it, because the, the books are essentially That's cooked. That's why bringing
1: an auditor to find out just how bad the books are. Well certainly everybody promises but they're going to do that from either party as you know as the, as the electorate swings from the one the to the other
0: the corporate tax cut is is going to give a little bit of relief to to companies out there that are struggling with a 60% increase in hydro rates struggling with a 32% increase in the minimum wage over 18 months so it's going to give them a little bit of relief it's not necessarily going to bring in more companies to the uh, to the province but it's also it's symbolic it's it's a signal to companies that a conservative government won't treat them like an ATM that they can tap into whenever the not
2: government Not to mention the regulations I don't think, huge,
1: I don't think you guys heard me say that I, I thought that this was a lousy or a stupid or a, a, a disingenuous you're thing to do. That he's I just, I carry just, it just would like to see. You've, been, you've seen how liberal you're gonna governments do it, make promises. Because I've watched and a lot of governments carry come in and they make promises.
0: And make promises and not. And they deliver.
1: arrive and go, hey, you know what? We, we, you know, we basically can't afford this. You mean like promising not
0: to raise taxes?
2: On the health care? And actually
0: signing an agreement. Signing a contract saying I'm not going to raise taxes
2: yeah, clearly, and then bringing in the health care Clearly, we were both premium. the reporter on that well, the story. Last yes. time I
1: checked, uh, it was Greg Sorbera who went and made that announcement. For uh, so what? It was three uh, months four after Four terms won. later, the liberals are still there. So people clearly understood that was necessary, <laughs> right?
0: So people accept that, that politicians lie to them during the campaigns and and then don't honor their commitment. Sometimes after.
1: they understand.
0: That's, that's a sad commentary on our democracy.
2: But it is. Tr- it's true. But look, You know, Andrew Horvath is out there talking about her platform, making all these promises, and she still can't even explain how and she can't explain how she's going to reduce hydro bills without any government intervention. And the bottom line is she nor Ford can actually say anything with guarantees because no one has seen the books. Only Bonnie Lissick has. And she says they don't add up. And apparently she's lying, according to the premier. So right now, these are all promises. But until those books are opened. We don't know if they can get them. Last point, i got to go to break. 829, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what Justin Trudeau said to the French media and what now is being said within Energy Resource and a veteran OPP cop facing sex assault charges, but you have no right to know who that is. We'll discuss here on Point on Global News Radio.
0: You're listening to On Point with
1: Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.
2: Counterpoint at this point with John Raz and Bill Hutchison facing off and you know the, the reality is we could talk provincial politics for a whole long time because there's just that much stuff going on but we're not okay we're going to talk about Justin Trudeau for a little minutes uh because he of course is traveling the uh the Europe countries being all progressive but uh, in France he was meeting with the French media and he said he, these are his words he regrets he can't get Canada off oil fast enough so this is a guy who's sitting here in this country talking about he he's going to get Trans you know Mountain built. We're supposed to believe him. On foreign territory, he's throwing this country and our most important export uh, and resource under the bus. Meanwhile, you've got two provinces, Saskatchewan and B.C., looking to cut off B.C., and you got Quebec making all sorts of noise. So you've got a real problem nationally uh, with this country. And then late this afternoon, and this is a big, big thing. Kindra Morgan is having a conference call on Monday saying, quote, the events of the last 10 days show investment in. And Trans Mountain is untenable. So essentially, Bill, Canada is closed for business. Maybe this is the message. Untenible. Oh come foreign,
0: on! Foreign investment has been going down in this country for the last year, or so, and it's just going to get worse. Because why would you come in as a foreign company? Why would you want to invest in something in Canada when you don't know where the government stands? Whether the government's going to support you, whether they're going to be opposed?
1: Absolutely. Respectfully. It's true that foreign investment is down, but when it comes to this issue, to me, it looks like this is a very well orchestrated dance. From Befrat, yeah. Uh, so the British Columbia position, of course, it is. sukers the government that wants to stay there. Well, the Alberta the position takes somebody who's ostensibly from the center left and should be an environmentalist, and positions her in a place where she can say, "I'm for our economy." She's fighting for her political and, life, and, and and supports you know her base. Well, she and, has and her, to.
0: She can't. She can't not do right. that in that but, province. But it's real and politic
1: hope. and if she was really followed, following her part doctrine, she wouldn't be allowed to say any of it. Justin Trudeau is trying to balance both the interests of his progressive base. Justin out.
0: Trudeau is sitting on the fence and trying to sit in both camps. He's trying to.
1: And Kinder Morgan, I think, smell weakness because of these divided camps. And what they're Hold really, so stop what right they're they're really Just asking stop, for is I a deadline and some incentives. And well, I bottom bet line you it gets done and I bet you they get Kinder
0: Martin didn't Kinder Morgan didn't come looking for incentives. That was offered by Alberta and Ottawa.
2: But they smell weakness because we have a leader who shows weakness. You can't suck and blow. And Trans Mountain had the approval. The government didn't stand up for it. You got a premier in B.C. breaking the law. You've got a premier in, in Alberta who once protested pipeline development who's just trying to save her political hide. And now you've got all this infighting and you've got a prime minister overseas giving speeches on gender parity and all things progressive and climate change throwing us under the bus. And I'm sorry, he has no will to build this pipeline, and it will not get built.
1: I will remind you when the pipeline is built that apparently you can suck and blow. And Perfect. if it does get
0: built, it's going to get built with a lot of taxpayers' money. And that's and not that how to do not it. And that did not have to happen. And it's interesting the BC is upset about Alberta pumping oil through their province when it's going to international markets, but they're upset when Alberta threatens to not pump oil into BC so they can run their own automobiles and run everything there.
2: Yeah, and the, and the reality is if, B, if both Alberta and Saskatchewan turn the taps off, because Saskatchewan I love Saskatchewan, by the way. Don't come looking at us if you're if you're dry. <laughs> the bottom line is the ripple effect to the U.S. is dangerous. It's also dangerous because we're going to feel it too. But the, the gas prices will soar, and think, this, is, oh, the this I, is the problem. This yeah, is the problem Justin Trudeau's got to deal with. Like. I Please. think
1: it's all Kabuki theater. Oh, and it's All really? going to be fun. Yep. Why? Because uh, I think you're giving them far be, too much credit. Because because
2: people could have taken hard
1: action by now anyway.
2: What are you talking about? We, right. we have we have um, separate groups in, in, uh, of people threatening an Oka like crisis. We've got provinces fighting. You got Quebec making noise for well because they just do. And you You've,
0: have no leadership from Ottawa. And
2: nothing because he's out traveling the world because that's what he does. Apparently, he's the Governor General. I mean, how else do you look at this? I'm sorry if I'm Let's an investor outside of Canada. I'm not investing here. I'm going to wait for the government to come give me a, you know, a bit of corporate welfare. Or if, wait for the government to change. If he
1: wants to be solidly defeated in the next election, this pipeline doesn't get built because he's now said repetitively, it's getting built, I support it. So what is he doing? when he comes all back? To then Tory
0: saying, I wish I could have shut down the oil industry sooner?
1: No, I, that's Why is not he exactly that? what he said. He said, "I wish I could get Canada off of oil sooner." Okay, it's so, an aspirational so. environmental comment. Oh, okay. But the reality he's, is, he, he's
0: going to accomplish it by, by not is, building any pipelines. I, I
1: would say this to you too: if he doesn't get this pipeline built, he deserves to be beaten of in the next he does. election because he said repetitively he's going to get it done,
2: yeah, and I
1: believe he will.
0: Okay. I, and if he does, it'll cost billions of taxpayers' dollars. Unfortunately, now because he showed no leadership before, and
2: this. and then that is, and I will say that he might get it built, but you've set a really dangerous standard. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm against corporate welfare. I do not want to pay oil companies billions of dollars well, it's for not something necessary. that it's not necessary. The deal was done. We had a willing partner, and and now they're all looking at it, going, "Hey, there's blood in the water." Let's uh, Joe look. I want to talk about this cop. We got a veteran sergeant, uh, staff sergeant, with the OPP facing sex assault charges. Uh, The uh, alleged incident took place off hours, but they are not naming him saying that they're concerned for the alleged victim. Um, Excuse me. They do not, Bill, give this kind of uh, past (laughs) to anybody else charged with that kind of offense.
0: No, it seems like a double standard. Now, in fairness, I, I would like to know all the details. Unfortunately, we're not getting all the details and that's the problem.
1: Right, but you, you can request and are, are sometimes granted a publication ban on a name. Before. No publication
2: ban on details, but you cannot. We get media releases saying so and so has been charged. There's no one that doesn't get named in a charge. Doesn't matter how high profile you are. Michael Bryant named. People get named. Why don't the police have to name this person? You okay. don't have to name
1: the. the I have to confess, I'm one thousand percent with you, and my esteem of the OPP has um, diminished over the years. They seem to have a leadership problem. They seem to have an integrity problem. And they seem to have a transparency problem, Uh, and I very much hope it's corrected immediately in this government, uh, or perhaps the Attorney General, who's still the Attorney General, could do something about that.
2: Well, I mean, look, I think I think it sets a dangerous precedent because if I'm knock on wood charged with that kind of crime, I can just look to this and say, well, they didn't name that person, therefore, um, you know, you've tarnished. I mean, you set a double standard essentially.
0: Oh, absolutely, and and. It's unprecedented, well, not totally unprecedented, but unprecedented generally in in courts in in Canada that you don't name the accused.
2: It it shows two levels of justice, where the blue shield goes up, Sure. and then for the rest of the people who get charged.
1: But we also talked about this uh, when the Patrick Brown thing was going down. I I mean, I don't just think that the accused should be named. I think the accusers, the whole notion Mm -hmm. of justice.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, no, uh, for a sex crime, I agree. However, if they're found to have lied, fair
1: enough I I took real issue with the anonymity granted the two two accusers of Patrick Brown because the stakes were so heavy and to this day I have seen not a shred of evidence that Patrick Brown broke any law and And he paid a pretty heavy price and I was no Patrick Brown fan so I'm surprising myself by saying this by the way that Uh,
2: story I don't think is finished yet but however I do agree with you and I have to wrap it there guys I just do I gotta talk about interest rates John Rez, Bill Hutchison, thank you so much for tonight's Counterpoint. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.
0: You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.